Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's another installment of Seed Talk Podcast. It's your boys, Taylor and Sterling. Matt. It's God's plan out here because it's probably they, they say it's the biggest sports weekend of the year. Vegas is popping. Some folks are gonna think, oh, I got I got guys playing with me as I'm on this table right here. But next thing you know, you back at the ATM down one down two thousand. You trying to impress a little shorty across the bar, which is what you shouldn't do on this big weekend. But Sterling, how you how you doing over there? You know, this is a big big sports week, a lot of stuff going on when you think that sports are calming down, sports technology is calming down, stuff is still rolling in hot. So how you doing? I'm doing good. Um, yeah, it's cr- there's so many things going on in Vegas right now. There's multiple like you know tech kickoffs for you know large tech companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's obviously the Super Bowl. Uh, it's just an interesting mix of people coming together at one time, right? Yeah, which is what I find so interesting there. So I'm good. I'm excited to see what happens. We just had a huge earthquake. Is that an earthquake? Yeah. Yeah, you're shaking. It's, oh, wow. We got this the live? Whole, this is live. That was live. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh shit. That was is it, you should probably You should probably go somewhere. I mean, you're supposed to just get under, like, a table. Um, yeah, I, everything was shaking. That's, that's – we caught that live. <laughs> I don't see anything in the background, but that's crazy. Um, that is crazy. Your Damn. computer and everything started shaking. Uh, I'm so used to the. That was one of the bigger ones that I felt. I'm so used to them though. That was crazy. Yeah. Let's. Um, we initial we take... estimate of uh, four point eight, about twenty seven miles away. Wow. Google's All right. Amazing. Google's amazing, right? That was quick. It was a good alert. You know, that's what you gotta love about technology. I. That's unbelievable. I honestly, I'm at a loss of words right now. It's a little. little little ineffable about this moment. Um, but, yeah, let's just, for one, make sure you're, you're okay because if there's another tremor, that's a four-point-something. That's pretty – it's okay. It's not it's not huge, but also you're almost a five. That's, that's, that's got some good spice to it. Got a little kick to it. So I think it's because it's so close that it just – that was – Yeah, that's the San Andreas just... fault there. So, I mean, if you have um, a tremor, I think which we're looks good. like – Is that a tremor just now or are you just shaking your computer? Uh, that was a trimmer. I'm not, I'm yeah. not touching anything. Yeah. So if another couple trimmers hit and you know, another one strikes, you know, you guys should run outside, take the dog as well. So be safe over there. Everything is, um, it's, it's nature. You can't control what's happening, but you got to be safe in these moments here, even though we are bringing it to you live folks, obviously you're going to get this recording, but we're going to drop this <laughs> video. Cause that's, that's wild. That was wild. That was crazy. Um, but no, I'm, I'm excited for the Super Bowl. Uh, as you know, shout out yeah. Better Edge uh, being one of our you know cool kind of partners here. So they've got an amazing uh, kind of deposit gift for you if you use uh, our code Seed Talk, S E E D T A L K, uh, when you sign up and deposit some money. They've got some great games. They've also got squares. As you know, I don't love squares. You know, you get to the Super Bowl party. Someone's got it on the on the wall or on the 
on the refrigerator, right? When you walk in, they're like, mm-hmm. I right, five or $25 or whatever you're playing per square. Cause mm-hmm. I never get good numbers. Right. Yeah, I always you have, have, you have like, like five. I, yeah, I've got five two. and eight two, exactly. And th- then you're mad. And now you're watching the quarter and the half praying for some weird scenarios. I need a safety. If he does fumble and it goes back 50 yards, this could work as a safe. Yeah. <laughs> I can get that too. That two can hit. And then you're sitting there like this, this stinks, but better edge has some really cool games. Again, they have squares. You can bid on some, you're, you can bid on what numbers you want, right? You can control mm-hmm. what you want there from a bid perspective. Uh, so check them out. Uh, what is, give me, give me two picks, two, two Super Bowl picks that you're like, this is going to happen, right? Do you, it, whether it's a prop bet, whether you, you're taking the Chiefs money line, what do you what do you feel is like, obviously this is not like betting or gambling advice, but what do you feel like is going to uh, gonna happen here on Sunday? Uh, well, what I normally go with, uh, I always love the prop bet for the Super Bowl performer doing the nas- national anthem. Yes. Uh, yep. with uh Reba McIntyre, I Reba. am not. Why would you, Reba? Reba McIntyre, I mean, on, if you would have let me finish, I was gonna say I am not familiar with her game and her, her catalog. If I could take some words from the illustrious Shaquille O'Neal, I was I am unfamiliar with her game. I'll be, I'll be truthfully honest, which well, goes you, to my you, point. We watched that, she had that show, Reba, on TV. I mean, I don't, I don't, I can't you give watched. you a song, I can't say I out watched. of her catalog. Right. But like you know, she had that. She had a, a long running, you know. Yeah, show. no, good, great for her. I mean, that's why she's singing at the national, uh, singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Uh, take the under. If this was like Gladys Knight coming back out to take to sing the national anthem, take the over. Over was gonna hit, but uh, with her, I'm thinking take the under on the prop bet for the time frame. What is this? Probably like two minutes or a minute fifty, two two and a half minutes. I don't know. Take. I'm taking the under. I feel like she's gonna roll right through it. No exaggerations. She's not going to elongate on some words. I just think she's going to hit it, hit it really well. I'm not saying she's going to do bad. Take the under on the on the national anthem. And then secondly, I don't think there's going to be a prop bet for this one, but the fun one that I do know is a guarantee. I, I think like the coin flip, I always think is kind of fun. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's 50-50. Uh, that can kind of tell you where your luck's going to go for the night. Uh, but the last one, I don't know what the odds are, but I think the big big thing was Kadarius Tony. Um, you know, says he's like a an MVP or sorry, a, a wide receiver one for the league, and so the people were saying what his uh, chances are for the Super Bowl MVP, and it was like I don't know, plus fifteen hundred or something like that, maybe plus twenty five hundred, some 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 outrageous. But here's the thing: let's really look at it outside of a few where you had Tom Brady. It's kind of you knew it was just going to be they're going to give it to the quarterback. It's always like some random player. Take it back when the Ravens made it. Was wasn't like Jacoby. Um, uh, oh my gosh, Jacoby, number twelve. We didn't he get like Super Bowl MVP and like Joe Flacco didn't get it. So like it's not necessarily the quarterbacks that's going to win you the Super Bowl MVP. Wes Welker got it in Super Bowl LI. Sorry, not Wes Welker, Julian Edelman. And uh, I, I try and block that Super Bowl out as much as possible because of my dirty birds. But you want to see say like your third, second option on the offense somehow ends up winning mvp it's just sometimes it, it lands like that i feel so when you're looking and you're trying to make a little money make a little cash back that's where i would go 
Hold on, I had to check your because I, 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 it's not on Better Edge. I mean, I, I don't think Darius Tony's even on the list for Super Bowl MVP odds. So I don't, I don't oh. know what you're referring to there. But because oh, uh, oh, I don't even think he's gonna play. And yeah, his comments were insane, right? That was like when Andre Drummond said that he was a Hall of Famer. It's, it's plus eight thousand. I mean, sorry, plus eight thousand for Super Bowl MVP. Uh, that would be the sure. That's the same odds that I think Nick Bosa opened at. But uh, <laughs> which ones do you go with? Yeah, my two picks. I got Noah Gray. Um, you could do that a couple ways. I think Noah Gray's gonna have a couple catches, so you can do him in terms yeah. of receptions. Um, yeah. I also think Noah Gray is gonna score a touchdown. Um, I'm not saying he's going to score the first touchdown, but I think he will score. So if you want to bet him um, uh, scoring a touchdown at any point during the game, I think that's a great pick. Um, I love to do the Gatorade. I'm going to go purple as the color. That's a fun one. That is a fun one. That's uh, a- that is, it's always a good one, right? That that also kind of keeps you locked into the end of the game. It's just a fun, fun kind of prop there to do. Um yeah, we'll see. and I think one that I I I'm I'm not unsure about, but two that I've kind of picked up from other you know podcasts and other people: Mahomes under 20, 265 yards passing and Brock mm-hmm. Purdy to throw an interception. Now here will be the best prop bet of the of the night. I don't think because I don't I don't know how you could put stats behind it. You probably could actually because everybody's done it. Somebody somebody definitely has it, but. It's the over under how many times they show T Swift on the camp uh, on the that's, TV. That's, that's definitely that's definitely it's got to be out there. That's, that's that one now that would be a fun bet because then you're like, oh, I know it's gonna happen, and then they don't do it, and now you're just you're like every other sucker out here as a as a gambler and just throwing your money away. But when you thought it was a guaranteed thing that she would have been shown, uh, that would be a fun one though. And then the last there one is I one say, I like that one actually. Taylor Swift shown after. First chief score that feels like free money. Oh, yeah, that's free money. Hammer, hammer, free money, free money, absolute Uh, free money because they're going to get all three of them in the same shot Mrs. Kelsey, Taylor, and um, Mahomes. Also, let's uh, let's pour one out. Probably bad choice of words on that one. Uh, for you know, let's let's hope Mr. Mahomes can make it to the game, which he probably most likely he will. It was just a just a was a DWI DUI situation. Uh, I think he'll be yeah. at the game. I believe, but it was his third one, right? Which is tough. Yeah, we let's third, let's just third, pray third that you know everything day. is 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 okay in that in that situation. Yeah, that, that yeah, the family's got a lot going on. You always want to send your prayers up. You never want you never want to see family dynamics spill out into the public eye. That's uh, it's 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 never fun. Uh, but then it always because everybody always talks about the family and the the. The dysfunction that you have with uh, J- Jackson, his brother, and then you know, like people always have their qualms with with you know his wife as well. So it's like, you know, you just wish the best because that's that's got to be a lot of stress on them. Uh, you know, every every move you make, something negative can come out of it from somebody. So uh, hopefully, everybody can just have the conversation about football when it comes to the game this weekend and post Sunday, rolling into Monday. But there's a lot of things that go down. We um we have some great tech news that's coming in at the, the the back end of this pod. We're gonna uh roll through a couple of the hot things that we're seeing right now out in sports. And the thing that it, it hurt my heart, it really did, was this right here. 
has all your work been appreciated in Atlanta? The truth. We're start with nothing but the truth. We're, so help you God. Yeah. Starting with the bangers here. No, uh, but this here's is, my thing. Say uh, less. I, I, okay. Um, the short answer is probably no. No. Probably no. But at the same time, you know, I'm proud of what I did and, and the time that I spent there. I think there was a level of consistency. Yes. Whoo! Man, can I, can I start here? Because this, uh, I'm with you. That hurt. That hurt me. It hurt. It hurt. It hurt me a ton. Um, I'll try to do, I've done this in my head a couple times. Just the, did, I watched the clip the first time I saw it hit Twitter and it truly, I just had this reaction to it. I was like, man, that, that made me sad. And I will not sit up here and be like, I was always a Matt Ryan defender. I mm-hmm. was not, I was always not in Matt Ryan's camp, not in his camp. I don't mean like that. Like I, I just, um, there would be times where, in group chats or after going to games or watching games where I felt like I put more of the blame on Matt Ryan with my fandom, right. Of, of like why the Falcons were not achieving obviously after the Super Bowl, some of the things. Right. And so what hurt me in that, in that clip there was you saw him kind of rub the hands in the voice inflection. And we need to be honest, Matt Ryan is the best quarterback ever to don a Falcons uniform. We, as if you're sitting here watching this, I'll give you a little bit of our uh, fandom as, as, as like brothers and like our family and everything. My first game I ever went to was when Deion Sanders and Andre Risen got into the fight uh, when, when Deion came back as a Niner. That was my first ever like football game, right? When I was a kid, an amazing experience. And then you're kind of like locked in and then the Falcons weren't great, right? Until kind of the dirty birds and Jamal Anderson and everything kind of that crazy year. They go to the they go to the Super Bowl, don't expect to win. They get blown out by the Broncos. Then a few years later, we draft this guy out of Virginia Tech. We all watched, you know, at that time, like there's not that many options to watch things, right? So everybody watched that Sugar Bowl and saw Mike Vick go against that Florida State team. And it felt like a one against a really felt like one against 13, right? And he was a one-man band. You're like, oh my gosh, the Falcons are gonna draft this dude. And as you know, Atlanta is an incredibly pro-black city. And when we drafted Mike Vick, there is this air in this. It it's so hard to explain the feeling of like having a guy like Mike Vick be the quarterback of your team at the time that like hip hop is going through this, like it's becoming mainstream and it's becoming so cool. Everybody's wearing a seven jersey. And then obviously everything happens with the dog fighting and everything like that, right? And so our our team is down bad. And we draft this kid out of Boston College who not only stabilizes the position, but embraces the city in a way that I don't think we give him a lot of credit for. Um, and, I mean, he was an MVP, right, in, in 16. He takes us to a Super Bowl. We also, I mean – We've never had a period like that without Matt Ryan, right? We've never had a period where we were perennially, year in, year out, you knew at the quarterback position, we had a guy that could make every throw, could make every read. Obviously, he and Julio Jones have this amazing tandem and connection. And 
you now see it right now being a fan of this team. You're like, I wish we had Matt Ryan, right? I, I don't care about the red zone interceptions or anything like that. Like I wish Matt, I wish number two was back there. And I agree. He does not get the credit he deserves. I am sorry, mm-hmm. Matt. I'm, I am so sorry. I'm sorry as a fan that you feel that way. I'm sorry for my part of that, whatever that part yeah. is. Uh, and I hope at some point we as fans can rectify that because Matt Ryan, I will say it again, is the best quarterback to ever play for the Falcons. Yeah, that's the only thing. I, I, I got to come on top of it, too, with this. My bad, Matt. You know, I was young. I was blinded. Now, I, I he came into a situation that was honestly a lose-lose situation with the fans because, like you said, Mike Vick, to come on the heels of everything that happened with Mike Vick, and Mike Vick was at the top of the sports world. And it's the first time that Atlanta's not looked at as a joke in football, but is actually taken serious in pop culture, in the sports world, uh, entertainment. Everything is gravitating towards Atlanta being the hub of sports. Basketball, baseball, didn't matter. You had the guy that Beckham would fly in to come see that Ronaldo would make like want to come over and say, he is that guy and he is embraced for his blackness that wasn't seen at the quarterback position, the way it was, the way that Doug Williams was, was, you know, uh, how they made him feel for how he played the game, but it was finally embraced and Matt and, and Mike was so electric that there was no refuting he might have had some shortcomings when it came to accuracy, but you're like, when I watch him, I stand up. I don't do anything else but watch to see what's going to happen because you don't know. And that's the only thing I can, I think I can equate is maybe Barry Sanders, but it's not to the same level. But I, that's the only thing I can, can parallel it or, or, or compare it to for, for our older listeners out there. So you have that person. You have that, that guy that, that was so embraced, so beloved. And then you have that void that is there now. And you have anger. And I think that's the biggest thing that's kind of missed is the anger that fans were feeling at seeing a black man that was at the top of the sports world come crashing down. And all you see now is a reflection of yourself and familial situations of a man that had everything. But then the system said, you are just another black man. Get out of here. And you got railroaded again. You're like, oh, here. Here we go again. Same song, different dance. So now you have that anger by the fans and you have a man that comes in here. looks like he's fresh off of Wall Street, just got off of the Wolf of Wall Street set and came into Atlanta clean cut. And you're like, well, if you don't know, you're like, well, well, what what do we have here? I know he's good, but do we really want to replace Mike with this guy? This is going to be our guy. And so he wasn't given that fair shake. And that's why it hurts to hear him choke up as he's saying that he wasn't appreciated because he wasn't given the chance to be appreciated. And by time people really would come or people came around and it was that Super Bowl. And and if you ask anybody in Atlanta, a true Atlanta fan, what happened in that game, you will never hear one person say it was Matt Ryan's fault. Right. Matt Ryan was not the cause for the Super Bowl debacle that we ran into, even though you see highlights of the fumble pulls, but it was not Matt. So that is the one positive thing that you can take out. And then you can see people really shifting and being like, hey, Matt is hey, Matt is Atlanta. Matt is our guy. But I yeah. wish through those earlier years we could have given that appreciation, given a fair shake to this guy who didn't deserve to have 
the things that were said about him. And it wasn't really directed to him, but it was about the situation that was created and about how the organization also, until we learned about these details from Mike himself, uh, felt uh, how they how they handled the situation with Michael Vick. And then now you have this new guy coming in. So Mike, so so Matt, I apologize along with my co-host as well. He's a he's a Falcon great, but you, I think, on the flip side of things, and you know, it pains me because you know I'm an athlete, you're an athlete, but you don't think about having to really deal, especially with your home crowd, that uh, those type of comments, that type of negativity, and then have to come out day in and day out and put that smile on your face, be have that determination, and then always trying to prove people wrong. You always want people to be in your camp, so. I, I wish we could take some stuff back and go back a little bit in time, but uh, you know what, Matt, the flowers will come. The city of Atlanta has embraced you in a way that I, I, I think that few athletes and few, few prominent people just, just prominent of, of, across history have gotten. So um, yeah, that it hurt, but you know, we will make this right. You know, we will get in our inner circles and we'll get it to author blank that we need to do something for Matt and around this city real soon. I agree. And uh, yeah, and again, I want to say, I mean, he, even to your point there, even with some of the negativity and him kind of fighting this uphill battle of like, yeah, not being what Mike represented and what Mike was, he still, he and his wife, you know, set up organizations and fundraisers and they, they embraced the city. And I think, um, and to your point, the city did not at first embrace him. And I hope we can make this right and make him feel like, you know, how he, how he should, right? As again, the best quarterback that's ever donned a Falcons a Falcons uniform. Well, you know, there's a lot of stuff that continues to change, and with that change, we'll hit this really quick, and then we'll jump into our sports technology stories as well. Um, give you guys that seed talk because that's what you're coming. To, that's what you come here for. Like I said, we 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 have no fiduciary responsibilities for you guys. That's not what we do, but we want to put you a place where if you wanted to go and dive down and find some more information about what we talk about, you can make some investments for yourself. We all trying to have wins out here with our seed talk family. But with another change that came around, we had who I consider the GOAT, Lewis Hamilton, leave in a shocking uh move to Ferrari from Mercedes. I'll be quick with this one. Um, I'll get your thoughts first, Sterling, but, you know, it shocked everybody waking up that morning, seeing Lewis going over into Ferrari red on the news and then seeing on the ticker. Uh, what were your thoughts? And, you know, what what do you think this uh, outlines for the future of F1 uh, coming up for 2025? Well, it makes it exciting, I think, because <sighs> – the last year or so felt it felt like the Warriors when they got to rant, right? Um, you felt like you knew who was going to be in the top position, whether that was qualifying or uh, in every race. And obviously there's so many uh, Lewis Hamilton fans who wanted to see him do well and continue this, this rivalry. Right. And you felt like it wasn't a rivalry last year. So I think, on one side, you're going to see more people be invested in the Drive to Survive series again. That hit its peak in COVID, and people were like, oh, there's this new sport, and let's jump into it. And by the time they jumped into it, then it, it felt like the sport changed a little bit, right? You, again, it, you felt like you had the Warriors on one side. And so now I think there's – there's one, I think you want to see how he finishes – to your point with Mercedes, but now you know you've got this future to look forward to in 25. Like, oh, man. 
is our guy going to be back? Is, is Are we going to have a true kind of rivalry because we felt like the Mercedes car could not keep up last year with the Red Bull team? Yeah, no, I think the, I think you hit the nail on the head there. The excitement is going to be big. And <laughs> the way that they're going to stretch this out, you have the Christian Horner news that just came out as well. And then obviously the biggest thing of them shutting out uh, another American manufacturer and GM as well as the legacy the, the, the iconic uh, internationally known name of Andretti, uh, respected name of Andretti, not being able to make that 11th team on the grid. And that in itself is another conversation, big controversy there. Um, yeah, I, I think I, I I thought the move to Ferrari would come at some point. I didn't think it would come for 2025. I think okay. Toto was surprised as well because everybody, if you've ever listened to Lewis Hamilton speak, whenever he sees Ferrari or talks about Ferrari, uh, he has a certain reverence about it, certain mm-hmm. a, a level of respect, ad, admiration, childhood uh, longing, kind of. I think it's his lifelong dream is to put on, yeah. you know, the Ferrari red and black and uh, and run for the race and race for the horse, you know, and it, it, to join the Enzo Ferrari team and 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 run is something that I think was always on his radar. And if you look at the other goat as well of uh, Michael Schumacher. You know, he started in Ferrari, finished off with Mercedes. So it's kind of the opposite. So you hope that, you know, Lewis can still have a strong run. And the biggest thing with Ferrari is just getting their strategy down. But it, it will be a little different and weird to not see, you know, Lewis with Toto. And uh, Toto was a little shocked by it as well. You know, they thought that they may, might have had a little more time. But here's the here's the here's the flip side. I'll, I'll play devil's advocate here. Yeah. I think it might be a play to stay at Mercedes for a five-year contract. Listen, it, it could be signed. I don't know. Signed, sealed, delivered. We all saw the pictures of him in the Ferrari red. I was trying to throw it up here, but it didn't It didn't pop up on the banner. Uh, you never know. Tactics can be used in, in strange ways, you know, and uh, maybe he's trying to eke out something more because if you look at it, and this is why I didn't think it was such a big surprise, knowing that, like, the only team he would lead to would be Ferrari. Uh, was because this past year he signed a, a two-year deal, which ends for 2025 uh, for his extension, and they didn't go beyond that. So either Mercedes was thinking maybe this is just a good amicable split by both of us at this point, and we can go go there. And so Lewis is taking the power back from the negotiating standpoint and saying, I'm going to move out myself before you guys do it to me and make me look bad uh, if we don't get the car right. Um, or you never know, it could be another tactic. I don't know. I thought the Mercedes band was going to stay together and continue on this 10-year-plus run. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I, I'm not as uh, optimistic there. I think this is uh, not only real, but this feels, to your point, like the split that we just had in golf, right, with Tiger Woods yeah. and with Nike. And I think some things that's different where Nike's getting out of their kind of golf line and, and shutting down the the golf side of their business. Um, I, I, I think Lewis, to your point, sees an opportunity where can he still compete? Right. That's that, I think that's the question that we're all kind of asking. Right. Is can he still compete at the highest level? And if he has the right car, can he compete with the Red Bull team? Right. And, and against his his foe in, in Max Verstappen. So I think that's the question. And, and to your point, now there's some, you know, there, there, there's some different storylines that we can all kind of follow as well for the sport. Uh, but mm-hmm. I think it's real. I think this this feels real to me and so i'm excited to see what i'm excited for 24 right maybe the mercedes team to your point it's like hey we've got a last ditch effort to making this make another run here 
uh, before before the jump, uh, and, and maybe that you know uh, to your point, maybe there's a, maybe there's a change in change in what he wants to do. Yeah, all I know is is the ratings will go through the roof for Drive to Survive, whether that'll be like season five or whatever. But yeah, um, it's just storyline after storyline when it comes to the sports world. But in the transition into um, you know what we have going in the in the sports technology realm, Sterling, what 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 you, what you been seeing out here? Yeah, pickleball is a big sport out there, a sport that I don't I don't love it. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was actually just talking to one of my Indiana baseball buddies. They they do a pickleball game every Sunday in Indy. Shout out those guys. But uh, I, when I'm at the park here in LA and I see these people playing, I just I I'm just reminded of how unathletic so many people are. Anyways, that's that's another topic. But that's but, what that's what makes pickleball so great in its infancy. Sterling, you can you can make it to the Olympic team. If you put a little effort in on the on the front end for people, I mean, maybe, maybe it's just it, it it looks unathletic. People that are unathletic are playing, and then obviously it swept the nation. That's why we're about to talk about it here from a technology perspective. But um, dynamic universal pickleball rating uh, is the company here. Pickleball's most accurate international rating system has announced a new board, ownership, and investors. Uh, it's like an influx of eight million dollars in funding to further advances mission to unify the fast growing sport with innovative technology and a dynamic global rating. Uh, I thought this one was uh, kind of interesting there just from that perspective, right? Uh, as well as Andre Agassi is a part of this round of helping them to kind of invest the $8 million. Obviously Andre Agassi, a nineties tennis star. Uh, so he's been in the news a little bit, but uh, Nike kind of bringing back one of his shoes and then here with this raise. So I thought that was interesting to think about. Obviously there's more technology being poured into the sport uh, because to your point, it's been in its infancy. Now it's so popular. How do you kind of bring some of the data part uh, aspects to this? Uh, so something cool to, to look out for, for those that are, that are in this, uh, this ecosystem. Yeah. I mean, pickleball uh, ESPN had it featured the other night uh, for their pickleball slam. This was their second slam. I think Andre Agassi. Um, oh my God. Steve Blake. Oh, not Steve Blake. It's uh, Johnny McEnroe, James Blake. Uh, Steve sorry. Blake. Steve, yeah, it's, it's when you have Maryland, Blake, Maryland 02. That's what I know. That's why I just mix, mix, uh, mixed them up. James Blake, but early U.S. Open run back in 05. That was great, great, uh, or 05 or 03 for James Blake. Um, and then you had Maria Sharapova was also out there. And then they had uh, a professional pickleballer, um, uh, Pokes last name. But yeah, I mean, pickleball continues to grow. And I think the biggest thing with it is just because, like you said, you don't have to be super athletic, especially playing two-on-two. And for folks that might be limited in range, it, it fits for being able to be doing something athletic to get a good workout in, uh, get cardio in, get that 30 minutes a day that you're supposed to get to be active out here. And, um, you know, have some fun and get your competitive spirit, get your competitive edge out there. But, yeah, Sterling, if you worked at it, for the singles game, you can make the Olympic team in 2028 because it'll definitely be on the on the Olympics for Summer Olympics. I, I don't know about that. I'm getting old, man. I'm getting old. My body is not the same. Don't have the same flexibility. I don't know. I don't know what I what I would be able to do there. But um, yeah, cool. Definitely very cool. Kind of to see here the advancements in pickleball, and excited to see what this what this brings to the sport. Um, the next one. This is not true sports technology, but I want to highlight. 
excited uh, because I think it's important. We've talked about uh, the EP Golf Ventures and Leisure Park Ventures and things that, that they're doing within golf um, in, in previous podcasts. So I wanted to highlight a strategic strategic excuse me investment into Eastside Golf. So if you are for not familiar, Eastside Golf is a an apparel brand. Uh, it is black owned. It was started by Morehouse College golf teammates in Olajuwon Ajataku and Earl Cooper. Um, and they've really taken off. They've got partnerships with uh, with Jordan. You see DJ Khaled or uh, Jason Tatum walking into the stadium wearing uh, their apparel. Uh, and this is really cool to kind of see from a investment and strategic perspective within golf. Um, and so, like I said, um, the EP Golf Ventures has announced an investment partnership between the PGA of America and Elysian Park Ventures, um, which is, again, the investment arm affiliated with the Los Angeles Dodgers. So their investment will accelerate Eastside Golf's growth as it launches a new product line and supports its efforts to use fashion to change the culture uh, conversation around golf. Taylor, what do you think about this one? No, it's great. Um, yeah, you know, I saw Tatum. Funny story. Tatum actually trains at uh, the place down the street for like five minutes down the road from my house. Had no idea. Um, that's why he's been getting big into golf. But uh, yeah, it is. Uh, I, I think it's a great move, and it also goes to a lot of the you know forward initiatives out there. You know, we can toot our own horn out here for for Open Mondays as well, and the partnerships that are driving the conversation of increasing diversity. Um, in the game of golf and uh, it, and, and bringing a, a new air into and ushering a new, a new era into golf um, and, and what uh, you can do within the sport. And I, I think it's a great partnership. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I'm excited to see selfish uh, on my side is, you know, I'd love to, you know, Hey, PJ of America, anybody want to reach out on your boy with open Mondays, please do so. Uh, but yeah, it's really cool to see. Um, Shameless plug out here. Cause that's what we do. Shameless, but uh, it's awesome uh, for Eastside Golf. It really is. Yeah, it's well, really cool because we're talking about their business, and then we're gonna pump our <laughs> business. It's like, hey, I know y'all partner with them, but if y'all come partner with us too, you know, we we sell we sell clothes. Y'all want clothes? Y'all want y'all need hats? What about sweatshirts? I got five uh, in the back know, of the trunk. You know, hey, if, if you got a little extra, you know, you take, you take a little extra. <laughs> Um, we'll hit a couple funding rounds here and then I'll talk about a, uh, a partnership that I think is just really interesting from the sports perspective. So Splash Incorporated is closing an A2 funding round of $14.1 million. They're also launching a partner solutions division. Um, so excited uh, to see that. And then, um, TextQL is raising a $4.1 million in funding. And so what um just want to highlight those. There's a, a myriad of funding rounds that have kind of popped up the last time we've 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 talked, but I wanted to hit this super quickly here. I know um we're getting close to kind of time, but um so Minute Media acquired STN video uh which can enhance their premium sports content for distribution partners and bolster video platform offerings. Uh, and this was pretty big out there. Uh, reason being, right, Minute Media is a leading global technology and sports content company. Um, and so with the acquisition of SDN, it's going to bring additional technology capabilities, distribution, sports highlight content rights to Minute Media's ecosystem of own sports content brands. Um, 
really what that means is now Minimedia uh, and, and, and really with Destian now, they're going to be able to distribute for all major uh, U.S. sports leagues, which is going to be pretty crazy, actually, from a content perspective. Um, and so now with Minute Media's sports content library, the distribution is going to change. Um, or should I shouldn't say change. It's going to be enhanced, uh, which really should help all of all of the major U.S. sports leagues to be able to, to have a deeper content uh, value. Uh, for partners, but also in order to kind of reach reach fans and, and reach a different set of customers that they would like to. So really big news there. That happened about a week or so ago uh, in terms of that being uh, announced. But just wanted to highlight that and really think through, especially as content is becoming king. We talk about it all the time. We had Sport Radar on um, before the end of the year. And now, obviously, with the proliferation of apple and their vr into the market um you're gonna see more content from these leagues from these teams being pushed into places we've never seen before so this is wanted to highlight that of why that's so big and and obviously people that are building within sports technology uh to kind of think about that from a fan engagement perspective because that's going to be a big thing as we hit 2024 here And that rounds us out for our stories uh, for today. We appreciate you all. Continue to follow us. We're on TikTok now. Um, we still haven't changed it over because we couldn't yet. But at some point, that'll be Seed Talk. Right now, it's TMAC22. Uh, follow us at Seed Talk on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube. Uh, continue to rate and subscribe here for the podcast. And we'll see you on the next edition of Seed Talk Podcast. <laughs>